American Timelines is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. So now I'm obsessed with time. Come on, tell me about the time. Had it all in my head tonight. Had the time of my life. When the words all come down, like blues on Tuesdays come down. Throw it all away. Welcome to another episode of American Timelines. I'm Joe, and I got TBJ and Tempest with me. TNT, hello. welcome, ladies. Hello, hello. How are you doing? Hello. Bringing the ladies in right away. We're going to just get right down to it because I got a lot of different stuff. They got some true crime to tell us about, um, and they are working on developing their skills and rapport for their own podcast, Six Degrees, although there's probably, I don't know, did you look it up if there's 800 other podcast called six degrees <laughs> i looked There's up not. no one right now is going around with six degrees of true crime so it's ours okay you gotta grab we gotta grab it i will fight anyone who tries to yes. say otherwise there's so, no presence anywhere so <laughs> so welcome tbj from the nerd school podcast from uh open open hatch is that right is that <laughs> Engaged. Open is everything in open engagement. Isn't there a hatch? I don't know something with hatch hatched. The the youth group is called the hatchlings. I knew there was a hatch something. Uh. And TBJ's with Three Bone Theater. She's with the Girl Scouts of America. She's with Bloom with All Performing Arts. Uh, I'm no, everywhere. She's an actress. She's a director. She's a, a, a what do you call a lady who's a jack of all trades? Yeah. Jill I mean, of all you trades? can still just say jack of all trades the jill of all trades why can't we change it and then you tempest learn. is her sister that's all i know about tempest tempest what do you, Hi, what guys. Do you i'm sure tempest <laughs> does stuff too right do you dance tempest do you say oh, no tiktok but no i'm a girl <laughs> scout troop leader okay um i'm a, a, a assistant yes i'm a yogi boy you're a yogi yes are you does that mean you're a yogi yoga instructor I am striving to be, but I do host personal sessions with a few ladies, so I'm okay. on the road. I love yoga. It's the only thing I, I I should do it every day, and I just I'm lazy and I don't. I got back problems. But when I do yoga, it's great. okay. Um, I know, same. I do yoga with Adrian. You know who that is? No. Okay, I didn't. Is know. it a studio? I, it's no, it's on YouTube. No, it's a YouTuber. It's like when you look oh. up yoga, it's like the first person that comes up and. No, she does a I lot. Do. do a few of hers. Yeah, she's very nice and patient. She's <laughs> patient with me when I'm not getting the stress. Right That's all about. Okay. Well, Tempest and TBJ are sisters, and they are TNT, and they both love true crime, and they call each other on the phone to talk about true crime stories and episodes of Forensic Files, and they just talk on the phone like about it like it's like it's their neighbor. And so they're going to kind of do this conversational type of true crime storytelling uh, because you don't want to hear a true crime story. Just by every podcast is the same as just a podcaster telling the story like forensic files or whatever else. And I don't know. We <laughs> there, are hear some, there are some funny ones, but yeah, there's some we want to tell it um, just from our perspective to, yeah. to remind people that stories link back to people. And three, there's just not a lot of black voices in true crime spaces. So here we yeah. are. And there's nothing better than to hear two sisters just talk to each other like they would at home, like just right, just the way, yeah, and not like yep. having to talk like somebody tells you to talk or whatever. You talk like nope. So, uh, so just make keep it real and whatever. And that's what we're gonna do. And then, but first, I'm gonna make them listen to a bunch of other crap uh, history <laughs> <laughs> that happened because we're in October 1953, and we're gonna talk about some other stuff. Some stupid stuff and then you guys don't like sports either right sports i, sports I am ball. oh tempest likes sports there we go yeah so she I watches some i'm just you know because i got one sports and we got we're in october it's a world series so I'll, i just got a brief thing about this october 5th 1953 was a monday and it was the end of the baseball world series all right tempest let's see how much sports you know do you know who was in the world series in 1953 <laughs> 
It's somebody in the Yankees, possibly. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. The Yankees beat the Brooklyn. I was going to say, what's the World Series? So there you go. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tiffany, I can't own you after that. Well, here, no, it's not that I don't know. It's really, it's a baseball. I just find it suspicious that it's called the World Series and it's all American teams. So we're kind of sus there. There's some so, Canada. Okay. Canadian. Oh, that is not the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's about North America's is not. Yeah, that's true. Because baseball is huge in Japan. So it uh, is. So it's and Cuba. Yeah. It's huge a lot of places. Yeah, it shouldn't be called probably that. But they do, I think, now have a lot more international players uh, from other, you know, they get the best players from, I don't know if they get the best players. I don't know. But I know they get some different players from Japan and they're yeah. awesome. Um, but this was the New York Yankees. They beat the Brooklyn Dodgers four to three back when the L.A. Dodgers were in Brooklyn, in game six for a 4-2 to two series win. Uh, this was famous because New York second baseman Billy Martin's 12 hits set a World Series record. And the Yankees won their record fifth consecutive World Series. Uh, and that's really all I did about it. I'm used to keeping them short because Amy's like yawning and falling asleep during it. So I usually skip <laughs> over a, a lot of that. But I think I will be was, Amy. See, this is why Amy and I. Yeah, so you guys are, you guys really are a lot alike. Uh, but yeah, this is, I, I want to say this was close to when the Dodgers moved. I don't know what year they moved to LA, but I, I'm not even going to say because I have no idea. Uh, but then I never knew they moved. So there you go. Yeah, they're the LA Dodgers now. The LA Dodgers now. Yeah, my uncle lives out there and he's a huge, he's a huge Dodgers fan. So he's always talking about the Dodgers. Uh, so I'm a Braves fan. Yeah, you're a Braves fan. Yeah, because most yeah. people in Charlotte are Braves fans because there's no baseball team here. I mean, there's a Triple A team now, but right, um, everybody's everybody's uh, Braves fans. It seems like here, uh, which is cool. Uh, I grew up a Montreal Expos fan and a Detroit Tigers fan because I'm right outside. I'm from Toledo, where they have the Mud Hens, which are the farm team for the Tigers. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, but TBJ, you do know who Jackie Robinson is, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know my black <laughs> Do You know him as a black man before you, a civil rights person, before you know him as a baseball player. I mean, I know he's a baseball player and he made strides in baseball, but the reason I know him is not because of baseball. It's because of learning okay. black history. Yes. Okay. Well, I, listen, I know all like the pop star news about sports ball. Like if you want to know about Russell Wilson, I can tell you 10 things about his wife. <laughs> um, and when JLo dated, old dude, I can tell you that, but I can't tell you much about the sport itself. I was going to say, I was going to just try to quiz you and say how many, how many baseball players do you know? And that because they're married to <laughs> celebrities. <laughs> like if you had to name like if somebody had a gun to your head and said name how many baseball players can you name Sadly, and- probably only a handful i can name Derek jeter i can name chipper jones okay yes, favorite name now why do you know chipper jones is he married to we're from georgia that's oh, that's my oh. favorite that was my favorite, that's, that's your favorite when he was hitting when he was hitting big it was like the story because he would only play for him mm-hmm. you know Okay. And as Tempest says, she's a fan. My dad's a fan. So, yeah, you know, yeah. So I've gone get- like a couple of games. Don't ask me what happened during the games, but I was there. <laughs> um, I know. Now, are you, eating hot dog? are you eating hot dogs and ice cream and stuff at these games? Yeah, I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling. It's experience uh, for her. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm not following along anything. I'm just there. I, you know, I do the same thing. I get the game and everything, but it's boring. It's slow. I drink beer and. Yeah, with people. I, I, I mean, I, it was yeah. good times. I've been to, I think I've been to everything but a hockey game. Like I've been to live sports okay. events. I like going. I like socializing. You ever start chants? You ever try starting? No, chants? not chanting anything. That's what I do. I try to get USA yeah. chants wherever I am. No, I'll be there. <laughs> I even I used to go to Super Bowl parties like yearly. Yeah. I, I never know who's playing. I don't really care, but I can always tell you who's at the halftime. And what's okay. happening? So, Are you excited about next year's halftime? That's yeah, a big deal, right? It's a good line. Yeah. A lot of people of my time. Yes. Yeah, I can't my. remember now who it is. Was it Wu Tang or something? No, not Wu Tang. They wouldn't be. A- Mary J. Blige will be there. Um, Some big rap group, right? 
hip hop group? Yeah. Who else is there? Jay Z organized it. Give me some time. Oh, yeah. We'll think about it. the Dodgers and I'll tell you. In like okay. Two. Well, I'll jump into the next news. It also has to do with baseball, is why I was asking you. October 8th, 1953 is a Thursday, and Jackie Robinson uh, got barred from having white players in his traveling all star. Apparently, he did like a touring all star game regularly like he would just get all-stars and they would yeah. tour to different cities not part of an, the mlb or anything uh but he had it was called the negro white all-stars uh game and he would go from city to city and when he got to birmingham alabama they were barred from playing there unless he dropped the white players from his group of uh, course because you can't play together guys. because it was actually illegal so that's the thing that was, or a lot of this was like i didn't realize there were actually law so according to e eji.org which is equality justice initiative which mm -hmm. i got lost on this website i didn't know this existed but there's a website called the equality justice initiative and i'll i'll talk about it a little bit at the end but it's a it's a cool sort of nonprofit that's that's dedicated to uh uh challenging racial and economic injustice and providing legal representation to people who have been illegally convicted unfairly sentenced sentenced or abused in jails and prisons uh, it was founded in 1989 by Brian Stevenson. Um, yeah, so a, a, a best-selling uh, author of a book called Just Mercy and a Lawyer. So oh, he, yeah, yeah. Just Mercy. I got you, grow. Just Mercy, also a movie starring the one and only Michael B. Jordan. I mean, oh, is Michael <laughs> B. Jordan that? I love Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. So it all comes back to Michael B. Jordan. But anyway, Everything so comes back. October 8th in Birmingham, Alabama. So the police commissioner was Eugene Bull Connor who Amy and I have talked about because in the sixties, he ends up being a big fucking asshole. He's like the guy who was like shooting water hoses at people in Birmingham uh, in the oh, integration schools. Yeah. Um, so, but so this all-star game was organized by Jackie Robinson almost a decade after he integrated major league baseball, but it would not be permitted to play, be played in the city. Um, so apparently Jackie Robinson usually toured with an all black team. Uh, but this time he signed notable white players to kind of like do it like a unity type of tour. Um, Al Rosen, Ralph Bronca and Gil Hodges joined the interracial all-stars and 10 days before the game was going to take place. Uh, Commissioner Connor notified the public that the event would be banned if white players were going to play because there's a city ordinance that forbids mixed athletic events. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Connor was a notorious segregationist. He had ties to the KKK and this was many, one of many actions he take uh, during his tenure to resist integration. Um, so that guy's a piece of shit. Uh, he does all well, you know, that guy's living in the South in 1953. So, and that's it. And he, and this was like, that's the norm. This is back when you didn't, they didn't like pretend that they weren't. Racist. No, no, that like was, was, there was no pretending that yeah. <laughs> there, people didn't start pretending until stuff started becoming legal for everybody. Yeah. Um, back in the 50s people were still like and we are white and better than everyone yeah take it, it. That, yeah um, yeah we bombed this place whatever like <laughs> there is no hiding it there were no consequences there were no anything yeah. this is what we decided supremacy is what they would use as their argument yeah so yeah after careful consideration and discussion with members of the birmingham community jackie robinson decided to move forward with the game but bench the white players rather than cancel the game uh and he said the decision was partly made in response to fears that successfully shutting down the game might help Bull Connor win a bid for Birmingham mayor. Um, so the game did happen, but with only black players participating. So as, when I first read, I was kind of like, man, he gave up. But then I thought, well, I get his point. If yeah. at least he played the game, because if he couldn't right. play the game, the game would have been shut down anyway. And then that would have looked like a victory for this asshole um yeah so yeah i didn't i didn't even know that they did all-star games like that that toured and stuff uh of, of just I mean, it's a good idea i think if they did that today people would come to it um because people love all-star games and those celebrity yeah like those mean, celebrity players. basketball do that see here goes my sports ball knowledge. so basketball so most all the leagues do all-star games still but they just do it one time no but i feel like yeah. I'll, I'll take them but they tour. move city right. yeah like all that, this all star games do move every year from city to city, but it sounded like this was like a tour that was going yeah, yeah. all around different cities. 
I, I guess I could be wrong. That's how I took it. Something. Yeah, listen, don't don't make me lie. <laughs> you mean Jay knows more about sports? No, no I could be wrong. I should look that up. But from what from what I understood, it was like an all star tour. It was like a tour you take baseball players around. Yeah, which I think I is smart. It yeah, I think people would come yeah. there. Um. Anyway, so the Equal Justice Initiative is really cool. If you haven't heard of it, check it out. You can donate to them, and they're doing they're doing big things. Um. And so then I'm going to skip all the way to you guys um, to October 11th, which is a big day where, yeah, big day. There's two different murders on that day. Um, mm-hmm. But so I'll, I guess maybe I'll start with the first thing that I have on October 11th, 1953, that I gave TBJ and Tempest a choice between two murders that I found. And I didn't really find much about either one of them, but one of them was that a woman was found that day dismembered in a suitcase near Columbia University, setting off a huge Ooh. police search. Her, yeah. And her killer would be found two days later, admit that he killed Florence Pearl Gibbons in a fit of rage after she told him she planned to marry another man. Is that what you yep. understood? I just want to say it should be no surprise to anyone who follows true crime that number one, it was a partner. Number two, it was, like none of that should be a surprise and in any true crime like a, a, a percent of the time like a, it's one of the partners yeah it's always the husband yep isn't it yeah <laughs> and you would think girlfriend yeah you would think like man people committing things must know they're gonna get looked at first right yeah you gotta know no and yet they're still out here and we still have people like scott peterson like yo Sir, why did you not think you'd be the natural suspect? My big thing is like, just get a divorce, bro. Right? Like, uh, That's the just, simplest solution, Joe. I don't like you. Goodbye. I moved somewhere. Why she got to be dead? Just because you don't want to be with dead. her. Let, let her live. Well, her because rejection is a heck of a thing. And I, one day I'm going to write a dissertation on male uh, fragility and yeah. rejection. Yeah. Because there are so many crimes against women based on a male's rejection like you don't even want her want her but you don't want her with nobody else like she's not supposed to with nobody else you can't so i'm gonna murder you you. i'm gonna cheat on you a thousand times but you can't go nowhere i'm gonna murder you right or it's an ego thing they don't want a divorce i hear that so many times they didn't want a divorce so their only solution for whatever reason is killing them yeah, man, I don't get it. I just don't. I've never yeah. understood it. Like, and some women. I mean, I it's not only men. Women. Yeah. women oh yeah, too. women snap. Uh, all the time, and there are some that will straight up just be like, "I'm done," and I, you know, Black Widow style. But <laughs> we we see a lot of cases of men and um, rejection, and unfortunately, it's not even just married. You know, we just had a case not too long ago when a young woman rejected a male and she was found murdered. It is insane the amount of crime that happens because someone's ego was hurt because I don't know, someone ever taught them to say no. Someone ever taught them that everything is not theirs. I don't know what was taught, but this rejection thing as a motive for crime should be outdated, unfortunately. What was the one you just, what was the one you're talking about? A recent one. Oh gosh. What's her name? Do you remember? She's 19. Um, Was around this, this area? No, it was just all this thing with Gabby was going on. Yeah. Um, Oh, oh, where was that? I know it's a young woman. It wasn't her. It wasn't the Gabby. No, no, no. It wasn't Gabby. I mean, that's still ongoing. This was another young woman at the same time. Ooh, it's going to hurt me that I don't know this and I shouldn't know this because she was a young woman of color and part oh, of oh, remembering oh. her was because Gabby was getting so much attention. This isn't the girl in Gastonia that was just found, right? That's another one. No. There's so many. South Carolina? Her, her name is name. Maya... It's Maya something. Yeah. Maya Marcano. Marcano. Um. Yeah, and okay. it's just I don't think I haven't heard about this. On, you know, similar things. Someone was rejected, and boom. But that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of cases right now. Maybe I had her name right. last name wrong, but it's Maya. I know the first name is Maya. 
I'm pretty sure that's her last name, but um, it is just insane what happens. And it's, it was a rejection that went to that. And we yeah. see it too many times. And here it is in 1953. Yep. As if, you know, Florence didn't have a choice with who she settled down with. Um, they don't give her partner's name, but it's like, dude. Do you think in 1953, people said stuff like, hey, it's the 50s, like meaning like like we do say, like, it's the 2000s. Get with it. Like, you know, like, <laughs> oh, my like, God. Like, we were like, we're yes, in the 50s now. It. Like, it's. Oh, no, they were <laughs> self-aware enough yet in the 50s to be like, get it together, guys. <laughs> 50s. Being that we all say the 50s. This ain't the 50s as in we're not archaic. But yeah, they, they like, might have been like, this ain't the roaring 20s. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Now, mom. <laughs> this isn't the roaring 20s. You don't just get to act wild out here. Settle down with me. Who who knows? I'm allowed but, to smoke cigarettes and wear a dress. Right? In the 50s. I'm on shimmy all night in the speakeasy, mom. Um, yes, it was uh, not ladylike, of course. Yeah, I know. The 50s were known for being very prim and proper. And yeah. um, that's when they talk about the nuclear family, which, you know. Yeah. Fun fact, it wasn't as great as people want to make it out to be. Nope. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of people stay married. Yes. But they were, were they happy? Uh, no. In a lot of cases, there was still a lot of abuse. There was still a lot of financial abuse, yeah. which means they're not necessarily putting their hands on anyone, but they are manipulating and abusing the the, the way the household is run. So mm-hmm. women don't have the option to Finan- do it. Did you say financial abuse? Yeah. Okay. So you're just like not allowing the, the money's all staying with the man and all that. It's a way of controlling okay. the finances and keeping her in her place. Huh. Yeah. I have never heard that, but that's Makes sense. Yeah. Unfortunately, Joe, it's pretty common. Still pretty common. No, I mean, I mean, I guess I was aware that it happened. I just never thought of heard a name for it. But yeah, that right. Was, Maybe you were, you're just such a nice guy that it wouldn't occur to you that men would use finances. Oh, yeah. I don't even know. Like my wife does all. She's like, I don't even know how much any of us make or anything. <laughs> she she keeps it all and then tells me either to stop spending money or. <laughs> she gives you the thumbs up or yeah with a thumbs oh. up yeah we've taken <laughs> i was like you're but, fine honey but she's had it for a while now so okay uh now you tell me what murder you guys have it was october 11th 1953 a 17 year old named kuliki sari who was known as a good girl in church was found in a desert uh so you might have to take this because i'm a box yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she's, it is a Finnish story. And I would say overseas, a lot of their, like, not necessarily swamps, but like watery areas uh-huh. similar to that are called the bogs. Bogs, um, right? A bog is like a B O G. Yeah. The bog. Yeah. I feel like they call bogs. I can't remember. You hear all the time, like, it's just like a wetland. That's all. Yeah, that's all I was thinking. Just listen to a story about some crime in Scotland and, and a lot of bodies were found in the bogs. So yeah, the go well, obviously over the there. Bogs. Yeah. Right. So unfortunately, she was found half naked. Um, along with her bike, was later re- was later found that the valve was removed for a sink. So um to go back, um, to be honest, you want to take it. That's fine. Because I reversed. I started from May 17th to October 11th. We can so step I back to that. May 17th. I mean, we can rewind. We we talked about her being discovered on October 11th. We yeah. rewind back to what actually in May is when she originally went missing. So the October so was a discovery. And you can take it from what happened when she went missing and what she doing that day. Well, that All October right. 11th day was also the same day. I didn't tell you this, but I just forgot that Pauline Robinson Bush, George Bush's sister, uh, like George Bush Sr. and uh, yeah. Barbara Bush's first kid, Robin, died. They called her Robin. Oh, no. She died at the age of three from leukemia. So October 11th is not. not yeah, a, all these murders and that happens. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. So do you want to rewind back to May? Yes. Okay, let's do it. May 17th. May 17th, it was a typical Sunday, and Kuliki went to church. Wait, she went um, to she church got, the same yes. day, the same day 
that on NBC, Jack Benny's program, uh, Jack visits the vault. The vault was one of Jack Benny's gags where he kept all his money guarded by numerous traps and an old man who had not been out of the vault in decades. Apparently it's like a dumb old comedy show that day when that was on that same day. Never heard of that, but sure. You never heard of Jack (laughs) Benny. I know Not Jack Benny, the comedian. Okay, well, yeah. probably doesn't. Um, I but I don't yeah. know. He had like a show, like, like a sitcom, like, yeah, forever. I'm sure it wasn't good. Anyway, uh, sorry. <laughs> that's I will not interrupt anymore. But that, that's, no, day you're when, to. that's the day she went to church. Dude, she went to church as a, she typically do because she was known as a church girl. Okay. Um, She got out around one. And later she went home to rest so she can go back to youth prayer. So that's how much she was a church girl. Wow. She's a little girl, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, she was 17. 17. Oh, seven. Yeah. She was 17 okay. at the time. 17. So, so she's in two days. Yeah. yeah. Almost an adult. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking like a little girl. I don't know why. Okay. 17 no. year old Finnish girl. Churchy. Okay. Churchy. <laughs> so she went back um, traveling to her other village on her dirt road around 6 o'clock okay. um, to the schoolhouse for the youth prayer. Okay. Um, after the meeting, her and her friend decided to ride back into town. But around this time, it was around 10 p.m. Oh. And a little tidbit in Finland, um, mid-May, the sunset then set around 10, 20 p.m. And oh, I really? can't believe that because I'll be all thrown off. Yes. Listen, that's our last life. So, <laughs> and when I went there visit the you, I was year. thrown off. Yeah. Listen, you don't know what time it is. Is it day? Is no. it night? I don't know. We're just here. <laughs> <laughs> that's the time in Alaska. You either light all the time or you're dark a lot. Either way, you don't know what time it is, really. Yeah. <laughs> so it was fine for them to, you know, ride their bikes home. Um, the bike ride was about 40 minutes, and but there was a certain part where they had to separate at a fork in the road. And they said she'll have about three miles to go down an unlit dirt road. So I can only imagine it started getting dark. Yeah. Um, the next day, May 18th, she didn't come home, but the family thought she stayed with her friend because it was closer to her work. Yeah. That's... So they didn't think nothing of it, unfortunately. No cell phones. You can't text. <laughs> no, Definitely. it's 1953. All she do is go to church all the time anyway. So and go to work. Uh, anything. 1953. Finland. Like I don't even know if they had TV at Finland. <laughs> probably. Had. Probably like, not. Bel- Belgium probably didn't probably get did. TV till 1953. So I don't know where Belgium is compared to Finland, but. Oh, somebody's gonna call you and give you a geography lesson. Yeah, I know. <laughs> tweet or an angry tweet. You idiot. Uh, but yeah, so wow, crazy. All right, so that she's she's gone. Her family thinks she's at her friends. Her friends yes. got home. Exactly. And then the next day, uh, when the, the job notice notified the family that she didn't come to work Monday and Tuesday, mm-hmm. the family knew something was wrong because, as Tiffany said, she just went to church and worked. Oh no. Um, she so, was our grandmother. Other, yeah. <laughs> in other words, <laughs> she is Timothy's grandmother. Oh, your grandma, your grandmother is a church, old church lady. Oh, she does go to work, go to church. Literally. You ask my grandma what's her favorite color, she'd be like, I don't know. I have a video to prove it. No, yeah. I don't have a favorite color. Yeah. What's she like? I don't know. But you know where she at? She at church or work. All the time. <laughs> you know what to do. You know how yeah. to host. She's in her all, all white. A regular. Yeah. Is that right? In a way, young Cookie yes. was a very much a Zadine. Uh, Zadine. Yeah, that's our grandma's name. I can only imagine my Zadine. grandma didn't show up to work. Zadine. All right. Well, what's her? What does she do for a living? CNA. Worked at nursing. Nursing home. assistant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's hard work. That takes it out of you. It's hard, hard work, you, and girl. she works third shift most of the time. Whoa. All her life, I feel like she has. Listen, Tibbs and I are on a mission to make her sat down. Um, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't really know how to do that. She's so. still working? Still. Yeah. Wow. She retired for like a month. Yeah. Wow. I used to uh, I used to supervise CNAs at an old job, and I had the hardest, the older ladies were the hardest working ladies. I mean, these yeah. ladies, yeah. I thought I was, I knew it. Like, you ladies are great. I never wanted them to take a day off because they worked you know extra shifts somebody calls off they're in there 
that's her. Oh, they were the hardest right. working lady. And they, I just thought, man, you're going to die here. Like, they're going to die <laughs> at work because they never rest. They never sleep. They just work their ass off. So that is why we have been on a mission yeah. to uh, get our grandma to settle down. Get her a nap. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't happen either. But uh, <laughs> so when they noticed she didn't go to work for two days, they notified the police. But it wasn't until Wednesday when they had like a 30 man search around the area that her friend or her friend parted at the fort. Um, but they didn't find anything, unfortunately. Hmm. And then on the 20, May 21st, they did a 1600 people local search. So all the locals and the neighboring towns um, try to search for Kuliki and unfortunately still no signs. Oh, no. Yeah. So there was, yeah. So that was very, very sad. Um, as, as the family spread, she was a church and family girl. Um, so when it came around the town, a witness to Hasta, Tai Hasta, do you know how to pronounce that one? So yeah. I hope I'm saying it right. But he stated he saw her around 1040. So I don't know if you remember, I stated they left for, um, it was around 1020 when the sun set. So around 1040, he said he saw her near the fort. So okay. they said he was the last person to see her alive. Oh yeah. So so is he a suspect? Uh, is this guy a suspect? I'm gonna give you all the suspects. You ready? Yes. <laughs> Three suspects, and I'm gonna give you the outcome of the case. Um, so like Tim said, May 17th is when she made missing. They did all these searches, but still nothing was found until oh. October. Was it not till October? It's May all the way uh, up. Is this a small mm-hmm. town? Is this a small town in Finland? Yes, yeah, it, was. it is. It is a very small town. So, you know, obviously that leads you to a lot of questions like what she did the whole time or was she recent, you know, held somewhere else. Who's she been? And it's not like it's not like she's somebody like you'd be like, who's she been messing around with? Like she's no crowd because she's always at church, church or work, church or home. That's her routine. Um, So there were three suspects. Was no surprise because she's always at church. It's a priest. Okay, Uh it's quote. Kuoko Kinerva, Kinervo. If you're Finnish and you're listening to this, don't come for me. Okay. I know he's Finnish. Right. Sorry, guys. Don't come for us. Um, so he was the prime suspect in this entire case. He was new to the parish. He just moved there like three weeks before. Oh, in a small and, town, the outsider. Yeah, small town, new, new guy. And yeah. he's at the place she's always at, which yeah. is the church. church. So um, they automatically thought, hey, let's go here. But, you know, everybody was like, it has to be him. He accounted for most of his time. There's like a 20 minute window that no one's like accounting for him. But after they pay attention, they rule out that 20 minutes wasn't enough time for him to go like commit a heinous murder. Um, It wasn't. So they've ruled him out. Yes. Ish. Yes. Yes. Ish. (laughs) I feel like I feel like I mean, even now, even today in 20, what is it? 2012 right now? 2021. Uh, Even now, I feel like somebody of the cloth already is protect like people. Some people don't even look at somebody of the cloth, even though Um, even though I mean, a lot of people do now. Yeah. They are, unfortunately, there's a Netflix series that talks about this one woman that was murdered by this priest, and he was just sent to, like, three other places until, like, 50 or 60 years to catch him. I'll look up the name of the series. Really? Listen, priest be true, out here. A true, is that a fiction? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a true a, crime. But true is crime. it a, I mean, uh, is it, like, a documentary, or is it, like, a, do they yeah, it's actors, a documentary. actors playing? Oh, it's a documentary, okay. Mm-mm, it's a documentary, but it's insane. It's insane, like. It's so insane. But and then we also know the large number of um cases of um molestation, all this. So pre listen, I get it. Priest yeah. first respect, because clearly right. they be sus. Um <laughs> <laughs> the second suspect was named Hans Asman, A-S-S-M-A-N-N. I could say Asman. Asman, Hans Asman. Right? <laughs> um, it was his wife was like, yo, I think it's my husband. Um, <gasps> What? Yeah. His, yeah, wife, his wife. Man's wife turned him in. Wow. Yeah, as his wife was like, yeah, I think it's my husband. But later on, like the husband reportedly said, yeah, yeah, I did it. He confessed. Oh. But he's saying it was because he was undercover as a KGB spy. And um, what? That took a yeah. turn. 
right? And he was, it was like, oh, it was an accident, right? We hit the bike, blah, blah, blah. Never confirmed. Nothing was confirmed. So that's just, he said it. There was nothing else in his story that led him believe it was 100% true. But again, the wife was like, listen, car had a dick on it. Uh, He was with his chauffeur. Uh, I'm suspicious. It is suspicious because somebody said they saw a car track and a bike yeah. broken glass near. It's this. It's the same car that there. a suspect said oh, they saw. Witness at that. Yeah. yeah, and then there's Vittori. Oh gosh, let me say this. Le Musvita. Le Musvita. He's one of those. Uh, he's like escaped from a mental hospital, dude. So he happened to be out for a small period around this time. So they believe it is him. So but, a mental patient has escaped. Is that right? Yeah. And so, so they think a mental patient, a priest and a KGB officer walking to a bar. <laughs> 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 unfortunately, unfortunately for the victim, no person has ever been tried or convicted of oh, her murder. This is unsolved. They, unsolved yep, 70 they years, think almost 70 years later they can't even tell if it was a true sexual motive or that's just how she was staged there's really yeah. no good answers out there um nothing has been found and to this day her unfortunate death remains unsolved i think you ladies need to solve it Listen, let me get over to Finland. Someone you guys got to get over there. Right, I need to see the witnesses still alive. Yeah, no, right? no, it can be. But now, wait a minute. So I, I, I'm not not to say that you'll be able to answer this because Amy will get mad when I do this, but if the guy admitted it, why didn't they charge him? We don't know. It doesn't really give a clear indication because there, that according to the wife, the evidence is there. There are dents in the car. Um, her husband and his chauffeur were being real shady. Uh, one of his socks was missing. Reportedly, there was a men's sock found at her scene. Yep. Um, and so he, you know, he made this confession, but no one, no one ever said anything to him on his deathbed. He said, you know, it was it was an accident and it had to be covered up. Otherwise, you know, secret spy trip would have been revealed. Oh, because he's a KGB. Yeah, well, probably would have ruined him. But let's be real. I mean, KGB people really walk around and say, like, yo, I'm KGB. Like, Timbs and I have a parent who may or may not have worked for an intelligence organization. Uh-oh. Um, who never told us a word. I jokingly said to this parent, I think you work for the CIA. And they one day said, no, actually... And it was a different intelligence organization still high up there. And I was scared to post it because I didn't want them coming after me. Yeah, right. I was like, I need to post this to Facebook. I was right. But no one walks around. You know, this is someone we're related to and see all the time. But no one walks around and says, yo, I work for the intelligence agency, right? Yeah, they don't. I think that was part of the Hans thing. Like, I don't know. Although when your wife is ratting you out, you must be super sus in general that your wife is like, exactly. y'all come pick up my husband because uh, I think he's just murdering. So, my, yeah. uh, my daughter recently taught me what sus means. What? Uh, so I, know, <laughs> I know what sus Get means. Hit. All right, th- those yeah. older listeners of ours, sus means suspect, which makes yes. sense. <laughs> I uh, would hope people would gather that, but thank you, Joe. I'm sure they did, uh, but some people, <laughs> it took Listen. me, like when my daughter was saying it, the problem is kids use words like that out of context. Like that's it doesn't true. make any true. sense the way she uses it. I was like, oh, well, yeah, I guess it would make yeah. sense to us as suspect, but you're saying your toast is sus? Why, why is your toast it's sus? Like, it yeah. There's something suspect about it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah for <laughs> listeners, I am I am Joe's age, but I spend a lot of time around younger people. So Young, I Young, cool people. Hard. To make sure that I know what everyone's talking about. Most of the time I'm on it. There are a few times where I'm like, what? <laughs> How did right. you even come to that to mean that? Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you guys? But in general, I got it. And I'm not horrible at using it. I learn a lot from TikTok. 
Good, yeah. yeah. That's a good source. TikTok teaches me a lot. I gotta Google sometimes. Like, okay, what are they talking about? <laughs> that listen, whatever keeps you young. But yeah, unfortunately for Kaliki, um, still yeah. unsolved. A family lost a young lady, a hardworking daughter, sister, friend. Poor Kaliki, and and this is this is sort of a version of Finnish timelines. Yeah, right. We need well, to go to Finland we now. Just noted, it's more than finished timeline because Florence's death. We, you know, Florence was also found on October 11th. Yeah, Apparently, that was in New York. So October 11th is a day for. It's a bad him. day. I feel bad for anybody's birthdays. October 11th, right. Not uh, a good day. Well, thank you, ladies, for covering a, a finish, a finish murder where you had to say all those names, uh, which I, I'm looking at them because I had. I had this in my notes before I, I realized uh, I didn't have anybody to do this story. And these are hard, uh, hard work names. Listen, the only, I, you know, we ran two different places, I read two different places, and the only name that was phonetically kind of spelled out for us was Kaliki's name. Kaliki. Nobody else is yeah. written out phonetically. And I, I like learning people's names correctly, you know. Yeah. Don't walk around with the privilege of being like, I have a basic ass name, so everyone else <laughs> no, should have a basic ass name. So I I, name. No, you don't have a basic ass name. But I, no. I work hard to say names correctly. And so it just, uh, I was a little, it was unfortunate that there were not a lot of resources for me to get them all right on this one. Yeah, it's hard. And sometimes the internet's even wrong too. Like you can, I always yeah. type in a YouTube pronounce whatever, and sometimes they're wrong too, but Okay. Well, I will finish out October with a couple other things to cleanse our palate, if you will, after all this murder. At least there wasn't a rape that we know of. Like they her body wasn't raped, right? She was maybe hit by a well, they well they're not hundred percent sure. Oh, they never yeah, found she was, she was um, found half naked. Oh yeah. yeah they, they feel like they couldn't rule it out. Oh, so maybe right. gross. gross. Yeah. Um October okay, so October fourteenth, nineteen fifty three was a Wednesday. <laughs> American actor from BJ and the Bear and My Two Dads was born. You know who that who this is? No. <laughs> I don't think Greg <laughs> Evigan. You guys know who Greg Evigan is? No, no, not a clue. He was born in South Amboy, New Jersey. You never watched My Two Dads, TBJ? Yeah, I've I watched that. I feel like I know the show, but so I don't know anyone. He was the he was the, he was the bearded dad from that. Okay, Greg, Greg Evigan. He's a he's a common kitsch reference for guys my age who are like, oh, Greg, you look like Greg Evigan. Because then after that, his like career went away. Uh, so this is why mm-hmm. Amy hates birthdays because I pick stupid random actors that are dumb. <laughs> but hey, he was, the world needs to know them. Okay, everyone. Well, yeah, they had like, to be celebrated. Birthday. Like it was the. One of the dads on my two dad, he was like, he wasn't a good actor at all. But I then now I know stuff about him. Like his, he was the son of Ralph Evigan, an electrician, and his wife Barbara, who was a homemaker. And beginning at age eight, Evigan was classically trained on piano and went on to play the organ and the saxophone. As a teenager, he played in several rock bands. He grew up in Sayreville, New Jersey, and he attended Sayreville War Memorial High School. Uh, blue and gray was the team colors, home of the Bombers. I forgot uh, that you like that part. I do like that part. <laughs> he graduated in 1971. So Notable alumni of this school include former SMU women's basketball coach Rhonda Rompola, Congressman Jamal Brown, serving as the U.S. representative for New York's 16th Congressional District since 2021, and John Bon Jovi went to that same high school. I'm so, going to win some trivia because of you, Joe, one It's day. all trivia. Like, You're gonna one, win. Day, one day we're going to be at a bar. They're going to be like, which, which TV sitcom star was born on this date? You're <laughs> like, no, it's Greg Evigan. How do you know that? Because yes. this guy forced me to know it on a podcast. It's forcible. <laughs> I want to do guerrilla trivia where I go out, out in the streets and force people to know this stuff. Uh but that's Greg, Evigan, that's your new YouTube series. TBJ, here's another way you might know him. This is why I also I just realized this is why also I did. But he's he starred in a Hallmark movie channel's Shadow of the Mesa. Do you know that Hallmark movies? 
Christmas. I don't know that one particularly. Okay. It must have not been a Christmas one. Oh, it wasn't a Christmas one. Right, that's it. He's a villain in that. Anyway, um, there was something else I thought I was going to say about him. Anyway, Greg Evigan, <laughs> Greg Evigan's birthday. Uh, Amy would be so mad. So this next birthday, I have to tell you, is what led me to a murder. I stumbled upon another murder. A birthday led me to a murder. So it's a good thing where I'm doing birthdays. October 15th, 1953 was a Thursday and American singer from the Jackson five. Do you want to guess which Jackson? Do you know the Jacksons? Well, ladies, yeah. it's not I Michael. Mean, is it, um, is it older or younger than Michael? Older. Is it Tito? It's Tito. It's Tito yeah. Jackson's birthday. TBJ knows Tito All Jackson's right. birthday. So, uh, yeah, I was just thinking about the movie. <laughs> I was like, movie, who is when, where? That's I, all. One of my favorite um, hip-hop lyrics is, I think it's uh, De La Soul, where they, they're like, I'm the main Jackson, y'all are just Tito's and Randy's. <laughs> <laughs> a diss to call somebody Tito. But, so I fell down a Tito Jackson rabbit hole. I found a murder, and I found a current song. Well, not super current, but 2016, Tito Jackson put on a song with Big Daddy Kane, and it's good. Oh, wow. uh, so look that up. I can't remember. It's called Baby Baby something. Uh, it's really good. Anyway, I couldn't believe how good it was. Uh, I love Big Daddy Kane. But hold on, let me take a sip of this cold beverage from Southern Range Brewery. Tiny ass umbrellas. They should be paying me. Okay. So Tito Jackson, I looked into his history. We all know the Jacksons were born in Gary, Indiana. Uh, his name is Toriano Adaryl Jackson. He was born at St. Mary's Mercy Hospital. He's the third of the 10 children in a working-class family who lived in a two-room house in Gary, Indiana. His father, Joseph, we all know about him, who's a steel mill worker. His mother, Catherine, is a devout Jehovah's Witness. But at 10 years of age, Tito was caught playing his father's guitar after he broke a string. After fixing the string, Joe demanded that his son play for him. And once he was finished, that's when Joe Jackson bought him his own guitar and then pretty soon he convinced tito jackie and jermaine to form a singing group uh, because he was impressed with jackie and jermaine singing and that's kind of how that whole jackson thing started all because tito was sneaking his dad's guitar um and despite him playing guitar motown refused to let tito perform guitar on any of the jackson five recording sessions instead forcing all their guitar parts to be formed by session musicians which is kind of shitty for poor tito that's bad. I mean, but that's how studios were back then, right? Unless you were a like a rock band, you weren't really playing your own instruments. I did not know that. And, or a piano person. Like the piano guys played most of theirs. Or like you were known specifically for like or a your guitar. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're like, this is like the first instance of boy bandish. So you know, yeah. Boy bands don't really have a choice a lot of yeah. times in like how they do things. It's like this is machine this record company and this is how you will go through this yeah well his guitar work did not make its debut until he and the jacksons left motown for cbs records in 1976 but here comes the murder are you guys ready for the, do you guys know about the tito jackson family murder yeah i don't you do this is the drowning are you talking about the drowning yeah the drowning of his yeah. uh yeah his his ex-wife he was also once married to Yes, yeah, she, she was married to somebody else. Wasn't she? Is she the one? There's two. There are two of the brothers who shared a wife. Really? I can't remember they if it's shared a wife. Not like at the same time. Like one. I of the, know. The other one's ex-wife. Oh, I didn't know that. I want to find yeah. out about that. Well, like I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what I learned about this one. So yeah. Jackson married Dolores Didi Martez in June 1972. She was 18 years old, and the couple divorced in 1988. In 1994, Martes was found dead. Now, this Wikipedia says she was found dead floating in a swimming pool, but I don't think so. I think she was found outside the swimming pool, but she had drowned and had a lot of bruises. But the death was originally ruled accidental because she was in the pool with her her new husband. I don't know if he's her new husband. I'll get to it. Or her boyfriend, Donald Bohana. He was subsequently charged with murdering her 
and later found guilty of second degree murder in 2000. So she died in uh, 94, but they retried him. And so this Donald Bohana guy, uh, he, he sort of claimed like he was like, he's only convicted because the Jackson family wanted to go back and they were like, yeah, they pulled all these high level strings from high level lawyers. And he had this high, and he was a rich guy too. Uh, but he, he had this, he hired this high flying lawyer, but then he found out later that lawyer was working for the Jacksons on the side. So he thinks he got screwed. So the story goes, and I watched a 2020 episode on this too. You should look this up. You can fall down a, a rabbit hole on it, but uh, his, a lot of people thought it was suspect because she, it was sus because she, <laughs> she didn't swim. That's a Tito was like, we didn't swim. I was yeah. to her for how many years? We don't swim. That's not a thing right. you do. Um, and so why would she be swimming and she drowned in the pool? But this guy, uh, uh, Bohana was teaching her apparently according to, so Tito's sons are, are, uh, they're famous. They became a group. Uh, do you know what that group is? Um, I forgot, but it's I don't remember the name, but they were famous for a little while, but those kids, they didn't believe the new guy, but they also did say he was teaching her to swim, but they were drunk. They went out drinking and they would sit by the pool and they were in the hot tub drinking and then she got in the pool and started swimming. But they, they said her blood alcohol was like 10 times the, the driving limit. So she was really, really drunk. Mm. So you can get on Donald Bohana's website, donaldjbohana.com. He's already served. He went in jail in 2000, 2000. So he served 20 years of a 15 to life sentence. He's also served longer than his minimum eligible parole date. He's more than 80 years old now. He suffered a stroke in prison, which immobilized his right arm, which means he's designated a high-risk medical prisoner. And he's kind of saying, hey, because of my health, I'm low-risk to the public. There's all these pleas to get him out or whatever. But when I watched the 2020 thing, I I didn't I believe he was innocent. I believe, oh, my God, the Jacksons screwed this guy over. But once yeah. I watched the 2020 thing, I think I might be on the Jackson side, mainly because those kids, Tito's kids are somebody kind of famous i can't remember the name. <laughs> they had yeah they had a um group and i can't remember what it was like three of them oh yeah they were like i should remember because it was during a time period i would know uh side note because i had to double check it was jermaine jackson that married randy jackson's baby mama oh really randy wow. jackson randy jackson was dating someone long term they had two kids together and then <laughs> Three T, three T is the name of the band. Yep, that's it. TJ Jackson. After. Okay, one more. I got a couple more minutes. And Go for it. I got another. Now this is sort of a, a black hero. Um, TBJ performs a lot of times on a nerdy night show called Ladies Who Rock, and that is about women who you don't hear about in history because nobody, everyone glorifies men only. They don't talk about women. Ooh. And I, I want to start one soon uh, just about black history that nobody hears about these black people that have done amazing things. And this is one of them that I just stumbled upon for this podcast. October 18th, 1953, Willie Thrower. Do you know Willie Thrower? You guys ever heard of him? He became the first, the first black NFL quarterback in the modern era was named Willie Thrower. He's a quarterback who throws the ball and his name is Thrower. That's crazy. And I never, nobody's ever heard of him. So Willie Lee Thrower uh, was an American football quarterback born in Pitts near Pittsburgh. He was known as mitts because of his large hands and arm strength, which stood in contrast to his five eleven frame. Uh, he was known to toss the football 70 yards. He was part of the 1952 Michigan state Spartans who won the national championship and he was integral in the season and played a lot. So I don't know why we don't know this guy. He was undrafted right. because then of course, you know, we wouldn't draft a black quarterback. And just for you guys to know the history of it. It took a long time for people to accept black people playing quarterback. Like they would accept black people, playing, oh, yeah. but they wouldn't let them play quarterback. Cause there was this whole stupid stigma about intelligence and things like that. They're not smart enough and things like that, which is completely untrue. Number one. Because the greatest quarterbacks now are like the top three are, are, are black quarterbacks. Uh, and so it's all bullshit. But anyway, so he was undrafted, but he signed with the Bears. And I, I listened the Bears. to the Bears. I listened to an interview with him. And he said when he played for the Bears, he didn't experience hardly any. Like He said no racism in the locker room because George Hallis wouldn't wouldn't go for it. So I'm glad that there were people like that then that would not allow it. But he did say. All the white players, his offensive linemen, 
uh, were from Southern colleges and they had never played with a black person at all because it was illegal uh, in the South still to play integrated sports. So just what a crazy thing to listen to somebody uh, talk about that. But he did, he didn't really play a lot for the bears, uh, but he did get into a game uh, and led them down the field. Their, their quarterback at the time uh, was George Blanda, uh, who was not having a very good game. Uh, and thrower tells the story that they put him in because uh, he was mad at George. The coach was mad at uh, Blanda because he was doing terrible. Willie thrower leads him all the way down the field. They do great. They get like five yards out of the end zone. And they take Willie thrower out and they put in oh, Blanda boy. again. And then he scores. And so we never, oh, hear of course, him, which is not surprised. not surprised, but he died. Unfortunately, he died of a heart attack in new Kensington on February 20th, 2002 at the age of 71. His funeral was held at the Mount Calvary missionary Baptist church in new Kensington, uh, and then in 2006, a statue of Willie Thrower was erected near Valley High School in New Kensington to honor his accomplishments. And nobody has ever fucking heard of him. Uh, that sucks. Um, October 19th, 1953 is a Monday. It was the La Rosa incident, which I've covered on American Timelines a million times. But singer Julius La Rosa was fired on the air by Arthur Godfrey, then one of America's top media personalities, an event that drew considerable attention and caused some shock and resulted in significant criticism of Godfrey. Now, this is on YouTube and you can watch it. Look, it's called the La Rosa incident. It isn't, it's not really obvious that he's firing him. He just kind of says, oh, and that was Julius La Rosa's last dance. Okay. <laughs> and Julius La Rosa kind of like. Oh, this is the last time I'm on? Oh, he looks kind of... Wow, what a way to announce it. Yeah, Yeah. so that's how we announced it. And then everybody... Yeah, it's crazy. So I've talked... I don't know why I've talked about that so many times. Okay, October 20th, 1953, got a last birthday. Bill Nunn, American actor Bill Nunn. Do you guys know who he is? Nope. Uh, Yes, you do, because he played... Uh, Radio Rahim. Oh, and do the right thing, Bill Nunn. Yes, I just didn't know his name. Yeah, yep. you said no. Nobody knows his name, but he, yeah, he was born on October 20, nineteen fifty three. He's an American actor, uh, born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the son of Francis Nunn and William G. Nunn Jr., uh, who was a journalist and editor of the Pittsburgh Courier and also an NFL scout. His paternal grandfather was the first African-American football player at George Westinghouse High School. Uh, while, ball, while ball boys for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Bill Nunn and current Steelers president Art Rooney stole Mean, Jean, mean Joe Green's car one time during training camp. Uh, didn't tell, about it, tell him about it until a lot later. Nunn was a 1970 graduate of Shenley High School. Their colors are red, black, and white. Home of the Spartans. Noble alumni include NFL players Darnell Dinkins and Larry Brown, as well as Andy Warhol and Bruno San Martino wrestler. And that is how we're going to end October of 1953. Thank you, TNT, for another successful episode uh, of American Timelines. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Are you guys still having fun talking about true crime? Always. I don't think it'll ever get old. This is our life. We need to send you two to Finland and then they'll make a documentary about you guys solving a Finnish murder. Right? Listen, yes. if anyone wants to uh, send this money and sponsor this trip, we'll go. What if you guys did it and you went to Finland and you solved it immediately? Uh, okay, anything else you guys want us to solve? And then you guys just go everywhere solving crimes. Give us yeah. all the cocaine. We'll get our Sherlock Holmes on. Listen, <laughs> we always said that we probably should have been detectives, and we would be if you weren't required to do be cop first. Like if you go be a detective. Yeah, I feel like I would be good at it. We have great observation skills, the two of us. You're smart women, and I'm glad to have you guys here. So thank you for being here. But it's time yes. to go. This Zoom call ends in one minute and thirty seconds, so <laughs> we gotta do it fast. Thank you, ladies. Uh, you guys are the best. Thanks, Thanks American Timelines. Yeah, keep an eye out for six degrees of true crime. Six degrees coming. of true crime coming yes, to a podcast yes, station near you. Okay. <laughs> Get out of here, Chuck Perry. Let Dale through. Thanks, ladies. Bye, Joe. I love you, ladies. I took time,
Matt Truman Ego Trip is the greatest band of all time. Buy their music.